Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, beautiful people, my wrestling fam. I hope you all are grabbing life by the freaking balls and being your most authentic selves and enjoying the shit out of life. But if you're down, if you're not, that's okay. We all have those days. And either way, we have a really freaking amazing life lesson to dive headfirst into today. You guys, if you ever listen to any episode that I ever record in my entire life, it needs to be this one, okay? This is the one that you're going to want to listen to because we're talking about vulnerability today. And when I finally learned how to be vulnerable and how to step into the most authentic version of myself and feel my feelings and own it, my life radically changed for the better. I'm not even close to being the same person that I was maybe like a year ago as I've been going through this vulnerability journey. And so we're going to talk about a lot today. And my hope is that you will be encouraged to be vulnerable by me being vulnerable. That's kind of the whole reason why I even started this podcast. I wanted to be bold and take the chance to be vulnerable just in the hopes that it inspires one person to do the same because my quality of life has drastically shot up. So today we're going to talk about what vulnerability is, what that looks like, what happens when we are not vulnerable, how you can recognize if you have a vulnerability issue, how you can step into vulnerability, what that will feel like when you're living vulnerably, and then some resources that can kind of help you in your vulnerability journey. Guys, I'm so excited to share this life lesson with you. It's been in the back of my mind literally since I started this podcast because like I said, it is just such a powerful message. Also, I have a little tiny announcement, okay, before we dive into the content today. This might have crossed your mind at some point while listening to my podcast. I know what you're thinking, okay? You're like, all right, Emled, you're literally a 25-year-old white girl who grew up in a stable home, and a lot of the struggles that you're talking about are just internal struggles, right? There's a lot of struggle that I have not known. And if that's what you're thinking, okay, point taken. You're right, okay? You got me. I've had the same thought. And for that reason, really what I see the future of this podcast being is bringing guests on, getting people from all different backgrounds and races and walks of life and genders and sexualities and you name it. I want some diversity on this mic because I am not ignorant to the fact that I only know so much struggle. I want to reach people in the most authentic and broad way as possible. I want this to be a space that doesn't just help a certain section of people who have a certain type of struggle. You know, I want I want this to become bigger and bolder and I am trying to figure out how to make that happen. So I just wanted to let you know that guests will be coming, okay? We're going to get guests on this mic. I can't give you a solid timeline for when that will be or what exactly that will look like. I am really putting my head down and starting to think about that. But I just wanted to let you know that it's coming, baby. Okay, it's coming. We will have guests on. So without further ado, let me get into this freaking topic. All right. I've been starting out some of my episodes with quotes, and this one is going to be no different. I have a quote by a woman named Shannon L. Adler. She said, vulnerability gives us freedom, power, and connects us to a network of injured souls. It is through the art of being real that we can heal ourselves and others. Shannon, baby, you didn't stutter. You're absolutely right. This quote really sums up how I have felt since I have stepped into being vulnerable. 
I have felt a freaking weight off my shoulders. I have felt powerful, like there's no limit to what I could do or who I could be. And the connection that has come through being vulnerable, the connections that I've formed with other people has been life-changing. I have had conversations and made connections that I never would have normally had if I hadn't learned to be vulnerable. We're going to get into that a little bit deeper later on in the podcast. But for now, I really want to narrow down what exactly vulnerability is. I think a lot of us, when we hear the word vulnerability, we immediately cringe because The literal definition of vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of attack or harm, usually expressing the least confident or least certain parts of ourselves. That's freaking scary, right? If you're hearing me talk about the word vulnerable right now and your eye is twitching and you're like, God, stop, God, stop, please don't do that. You're reacting exactly the same way that I did when I first heard about the concept of vulnerability. And that's a very human reaction, you know, like our survival instinct is to protect ourselves, to stay out of harm's way. And so vulnerability is really assuming emotional risk. And we are programmed to want to avoid that at all costs. Some examples of what vulnerability could look like. Vulnerability could be saying, I love you first in your romantic relationship or with a family member who maybe you've had some strain with in the past, saying I love you and not knowing if they're going to say it back. Vulnerability could be asking your crush out on a date. It could be owning mistakes and apologizing and owning up to your blame in the situation, knowing that maybe that other person isn't going to take accountability in the same way. It could be sharing personal details that you normally keep private, like coming on a freaking podcast and spilling your guts out. (laughs) It could be setting boundaries and not knowing how someone else is going to react to those boundaries that you set. It can be brutal honesty with someone else who really needs to hear that honesty. But again, you don't know how they're going to react. Those are just some examples. It's basically your willingness to be authentic and be honest and not pretend anything and take down the mask that we all learn to strategically wear in life, accepting the fact that it could all blow up in your face, basically. That's what being vulnerable is. And so today, if we're going to talk about vulnerability, I'm not going to sit here and preach vulnerability without getting really freaking vulnerable with you, right? Like I want to walk the walk and talk the talk. And so I actually thought I would share a journal entry with you. Leading up to starting this podcast, I was going back and forth in my own mind so much because I knew that if I did this, I would come on here and expose the shit out of myself. I knew that I would own my mistakes. I knew that I would talk about my insecurities and my fears and putting that shit on the internet. Yeah, that's no joke. Okay. It's scary. And so for a while leading up to launch, I talked myself out of doing it like several times. I was having friends of mine listen to the episodes before they went live and getting their feedback and trying to get used to the idea of like people criticizing my thoughts because I've mentioned before I have a little bit of an ego and that hasn't always been easy for me to take feedback. But I knew that that's something that I would have to get comfortable with doing this and like hearing their initial feedback, even though they were all so nice to me and handled it in such a kind way, it was still really hard to have my work critiqued. And so when I first was showing them those episodes and I was getting that feedback, I was like, okay, yeah, hell no, I'm not putting this out there. I'm not opening myself up for criticism. But I 
got to the point where I knew that that was just fear talking. I knew that I couldn't let that hold me back. So all of this to say, I wanted to share a journal entry with you from the same week that I finally launched my podcast because I want to illustrate to you what vulnerability looks like and what it feels like. This journal entry is from August 5th, 2023. And this was a few days after I launched. It says, I launched a freaking podcast this week. I'm feeling a mix of emotions, pride, gratitude, fear, anxiety, excitement, joy, confidence, insecurity, and so many other things all at once. But I freaking did it. Even through the limiting beliefs, fear, and anxiety that crept up, I still showed up and did that. How many people dare to do what I'm doing, to be vulnerable in this way? If you look at the most successful people in life, poets, authors, artists, even freaking porn stars, they all have one thing in common. You guessed it, vulnerability. They decided to intentionally expose their thoughts or words or bodies or struggles and be true to their desires. They knew that they inevitably have opened up themselves to criticism and opinions and judgment, but they didn't let that stop them. I wonder if these people wrestled with themselves in the same way I did. I still do. Always will. Is it part of our humanity that even when we know who we are and deeply believe in our own mission, that we still doubt ourselves and spiral in fear of how it could all go sideways? Maybe. I guess I'll have to find out, huh? No backing out now. (sighs) Wow. That felt kind of crazy to read out loud on a microphone. But the reason that I wanted to share that with you is because pay attention to all of the different emotions that I wrote down here, the way that I was wrestling with myself as I took that step to be vulnerable. When you decide that you're going to be vulnerable, it doesn't mean that shame and fear and anxiety go out the window. And actually, you're probably going to feel those emotions the most when you actually put yourself out there. I want to be clear that when you decide to be vulnerable, there is a level of emotional risk that comes with that. And you have to accept that before you decide to be vulnerable and you have to prepare yourself for what that could look like and what that could feel like. Although vulnerability can be really scary in that way, it's also the most amazing thing that you can ever do for yourself. And before we get into how to step into that and how it feels, let's talk about what happens when we are not vulnerable. If you guys have ever been to therapy, me and my girlfriends who have all been to therapy joke, like if you've been to therapy, you know who Brene Brown is. She is a author and a professor. She is super famous for studying shame and vulnerability and the quantitative and qualitative data that she has found in both of those subjects. I'm going to link her actual TED Talk in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about vulnerability beyond what I share today, I highly encourage you to check out all of her work. She was a huge cornerstone in my pivot to embracing vulnerability. Brene talks about how when we are not vulnerable, we not only are hiding our negative emotions and suppressing the shame, the guilt, the fear, the embarrassment, but we're also suppressing our positive emotions. We're pushing down literally everything, the joy and the happiness. We don't let the negative emotions pass through and then that also blocks the positive ones from passing through. And that leads us to feeling isolated and alone. 
it all comes from, again, that fear of being exposed. And it's a way that we protect ourselves. You should really go back and listen to my how to feel your emotions episode because it dives really deep into what leads us to not feeling our emotions. Someone who is struggling with vulnerability will probably pour themselves into their work or their school or other activities and just start to flake when relationships get intimate. Like they want to keep it very surface level. And this is because there is that fear in the back of their mind of being found out. If so-and-so finds out that I struggle in this way or I have this insecurity or blah, 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 fill in the blank, they will no longer love me. They will no longer think that I'm worthy or cool or want to be around me, etc. So they just push people away. How can you recognize if you have a vulnerability issue? I can speak from experience here. I remember when my my therapist first brought up the concept of vulnerability to me. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to talk about this. No, hell no. Like, I was ashamed to even tell my own therapist about my insecurities and fears, let alone tell my friends or my family or the freaking internet about them. You know what I mean? So if you cringe when other people are vulnerable, if being around people who cry or are sharing their insecurities or being really honest about the ways that they struggle, if you cringe hearing that or being around that, there's a pretty good chance that you struggle with being vulnerable yourself. I think if you are feeling numb or alone or you look around in your life and you don't have any intimate relationships with other people, there's a good chance that you have a vulnerability issue as well. And if someone is starting to get really close to you, whether that's in a friendship or romantic relationship, and you feel those walls shoot up and they start to get just a little too close to see those insecurities that you have, those fears. And again, it's that kind of feeling of being found out and you want to keep people at arm's length. If you feel yourself pushing people away when they get too close, you probably have a vulnerability issue. I want to kind of pivot now to talk about, okay, when we're in this low place, we're protecting ourselves and we're not putting ourselves in any position of emotional risk. How can we step into putting ourselves out there again? How can we get to a place where we can even start feeling comfortable with the idea of opening ourselves up and being vulnerable to other people? I read a book by an author named Jenny Allen. It's called Get Out of Your Head. And this is a Christian book. I'll also link it in the show notes. But she shared this concept that has stuck with me for a very long time. I read this book a few years ago, and I still to this day remember this concept. She calls it sharing the last 2%. So she describes in a everyday conversation with a close friend of yours, Think about the topics of conversation that you guys typically have, right? So you'll probably talk about the typical gossip, what's going on in each of your lives. You'll talk about your families, who you're dating, your friends, what's going on and catching up. That's probably about 98% of your typical conversation. The last 2% of conversations that typically gets left out are the really difficult, hard things that are below the surface that people don't really dare to say because it's really scary to say those things. An example could be, hey, Emily, I have to tell you about this thing that happened to me because it's eating me alive inside and I haven't told a single soul because I'm terrified of what happens when I do, but I am so scared and I feel so alone and I don't know what to do and I just have to tell you this. 
that's the last 2% that people don't normally share. When we think about stepping into vulnerability, sharing that last 2% is really the first step. If you think about the people in your life who you trust, who's a friend or who's a family member or mentor or someone in your circle that you feel at least 90% confident that you could come to them with something and it would be safe. Think about who that is and think about what you could share with them. What is it that you are holding back? What is it that you're afraid of being exposed or afraid of someone finding out? What could you confide in them? What 2% could you tell them that would take that fear and that hidden part of you and shed light on it? That is really where you have to start with vulnerability because it's not this overnight process where you can launch a podcast and jump on a mic and start spilling your guts. You can't go from zero to 100 like that. Trust me, baby. Once you go to that first person and you share that first 2%, I promise you there will be a certain amount of relief and weight off your shoulders that you feel. And especially if they hold space for you and accept what you have to say with open arms, which if you trust them fully and they're a good person, I guarantee you that will be their response. You are going to feel empowered in a way. You're going to feel relief and that first step is going to be monumental for you. I think another way to step into vulnerability is reconnecting with your inner child. I remember when I was in therapy, one of the first things that my therapist told me to do was to put baby pictures up of myself in my apartment to remind myself that I was once a little innocent baby and to stop holding myself to such a unrealistic standard because think about it. We all come into this life as cute little kids and we are vulnerable from the get-go, right? Think about how a little kid lives their life day to day. They are expressing themselves unapologetically. They are feeling every high and every low and they are being themselves. They're not hiding anything. You know what I mean? That is how we come into this world as little kids. And obviously shit happens that makes us hard and we lose touch with that inner child. Reconnecting with my inner child, seeing those baby pictures up all over my apartment and being reminded of the feisty, tenacious, deeply feeling, creative, fun, goofy kid that I was, being reminded of that all the time, it really got me out of my own head and kind of made me long for a past version of myself like, wow, I really want to step back into her while she lived in such a free way. I want to be her again. If you're not sure how you were as a kid, talk to your parents, talk to whoever raised you, talk to the people who watched you grow up and change and evolve over time. They will remind you of who you came into this world as and they can help you get back to that version of yourself. I think you also need to remind yourself that every single person in this world is also struggling to love themselves just like you. I think a lot of us, for whatever reason, have this weird idea in the back of our head that we're the only ones struggling like we are, that we're the only ones who are struggling to be vulnerable and to love ourselves, but it's just not freaking true. Human nature is that all of us are insecure in some ways. All of us are awkward in some ways. All of us have a past that we wish we could go back and change. We all have dark parts of ourselves that we're not proud of. So remember that you are not alone. Remember that other people are struggling to be vulnerable too. 
I want to tell you about how vulnerability feels because I, I told you before that a lot of fear and shame and feeling exposed and anxiety came up, but I didn't really tell you about the goodness that has come from, from me deciding to be vulnerable in my life. To be clear, the level of vulnerability that you have in your public life with your friends at your job, that is completely up to you. It is completely up to you how you want to show up. But for me personally, I realized that there was a different version of me depending on my environment. So there was a level of who I was willing to be when I was at my job. There was a level of how vulnerable I was when I was with my ex-partner. There was a level of vulnerability with my family and my friends. And I was kind of like being calculated with who I was and what I shared depending on who was in the room. Wearing those different masks and having to almost remember how much of myself and how honest I could be depending on who was around, for me, that was freaking exhausting. For me, it felt like it was a jig that I had to kind of tiptoe around certain people. And there's always going to be people who make us feel unsafe to be ourselves. And that's completely understandable, right? But I got to a place where I was like, I just don't want to freaking pretend for anybody anymore. I just want to be myself. And when I made that decision, although yes, there was a lot of fear, a lot of shame, a lot of anxiety that came with that decision, I have also simultaneously experienced so much relief, so much freedom, the feeling that I am actually being true to myself and living in a way that I'm proud of. I have experienced connection in the craziest freaking way. Like once I launched my podcast, the number of DMs and phone calls and messages that I received from people who told me their stories because I was willing to tell mine first, it's been overwhelming. I actually had a work colleague call me the day I launched or the day after I launched and she was like, "M led, holy shit. She was like, I can't believe you did this. I'm so proud of you. And then she launched into a story about how she grew up as a kid. She shared with me her childhood trauma and all the things that she overcame. And she wouldn't have done that, especially a work colleague wouldn't have done that if I hadn't been vulnerable first. I've also received so many messages from people talking about divorces that they're experiencing, breakups that they're experiencing, struggles in school, struggles with confidence, struggles to love themselves, and just saying, Thank you for being willing to be vulnerable like this. And guys, you don't have to launch a freaking podcast to have this effect on other people. This could look like for you literally opening up to a small circle of friends or to one friend, you having the courage to share your struggles or to say I love you first or to own your shit or to set boundaries or to be brutally honest or whatever it is that you're afraid to do. By you being the one to be strong enough and courageous enough to take that first step, you inspire people around you. You challenge other people to get real with themselves too. And it makes other people feel like they're not alone. And the, the level of connection that you can have with both others and yourself freaking skyrockets. You will be able to accept yourself in a deeper way. You will have peace like you have never experienced it before. You will be able to feel like you can freaking breathe again. 
And the things that used to keep you up at night, the the things that used to weigh on your mind and make you feel so anxious and so uncertain, all of that starts to just fade. It just fades over time more and more because you're accepting yourself for what you are and knowing that what you feel and the ways that you've messed up, that doesn't take away from who you are as a person. And you will also experience that from other people because All of us seem to think that if we show our ugly parts, that's going to end in rejection. And at least for me, 95% of the time, it hasn't ended in rejection. It's resulted in deeper connection. You have more energy for worthwhile things rather than being in your head. You feel more confident. You feel more belonging. You have more grace for yourself. And guys, it's like a snowball freaking effect in your life. It's like a domino ricochet of holy shit, I decided that I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to put it all out there and the the jig is up and the mask falls down and the different parts of yourself that you thought were unlovable and thought were unworthy, suddenly you're realizing that those are actually the things about yourself that make you human and give you the ability to connect with other people and help you to live life in the most rich way possible. Going back to Brene Brown's TED Talk, if you go give that a watch, she talks about studying the people who had embraced vulnerability. She called these people wholehearted people. These people viewed vulnerability as a non-negotiable cornerstone in their lives. It was fundamental to them to be vulnerable. They knew that they couldn't live full, rich lives without assuming that emotional risk. And this is backed by research, you guys. This is after studying a shit ton of qualitative and quantitative data about humans. Wholehearted people know that there's going to be shame and fear and guilt and embarrassment in life, but they lean into it anyways. And they let themselves experience those emotions because they know that freedom is on the other side. Okay? Again, I know that this is a lot and I know that it can be overwhelming to know where to start. I'm going to link several different resources for you. I mentioned Brene Brown. I mentioned that book on Jenny Allen. Those are both linked in the show notes. One more resource that I didn't really get to share with you is a man by the name of Julian Blank or Blanc. I'm not really sure how you say it. His Instagram handle is at Julian himself. That's spelled J-U-L-I-E-N himself. He's a vulnerability coach basically is what he is. And he hosts these big live events in auditoriums with people who are trying to figure out how to be vulnerable and how to love themselves. And he brings people up to the front of the auditorium and challenges them to do different exercises in mass social situations that ultimately lead them to loving themselves and, and accepting themselves in a, in a broader and more deep way. And in his videos, he talks people through being in front of a crowd and the feelings that come up during that and how to talk back to those thoughts that come up, how to let yourself authentically feel, how to be vulnerable in a really bold way. These videos are kind of wild to watch at first and you're like, damn, like this is crazy that he's doing that. But that resource has really helped me to start thinking differently about vulnerability as well. You guys, this isn't an overnight thing. Vulnerability is scary. It's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. There are still moments now where I doubt what I'm doing. I know that not everyone understands why I'm here and why I'm on this mic. And that's okay. I've accepted that at this point, you know. 
But that doesn't mean that I still don't have anxiety sometimes or I don't still feel a little afraid when I share something new. And it's going to feel like that for you too once you start being vulnerable. But I promise you that the freedom and the relief and the connection that you will experience as a result is totally freaking worth it. I would go through everything that I've gone through in my life and experience it all again if it means that I got to the point where I am now and I learned the things that I learned now about being vulnerable and about stepping into authenticity. It's not an overnight process, but it is worth the freaking work to get here, okay? Going back to the quote we started with, vulnerability gives us freedom, power, and connection. It connects us to a network of injured souls. It is through the art of being real that we can heal ourselves and others. Guys, drop the mask. Life is too short to continue walking through it and pretending that we are anything but who we actually are. The only person that you are truly fooling by pretending and wearing that mask is yourself. The only person that you really let down by doing that is you. And until you learn to fully embrace being vulnerable and owning it, and being real with other people about who you are at your core. Until you do that, you will continue to feel the shame that you're feeling permanently. You will continue to feel isolated. You will continue to feel alone. You will not have deep relationships with people and you'll continue to hold other people at an arm's length. And it will ultimately keep you from living the life that you know you're capable of living deep down. So guys, I challenge you today. Share that last 2% with someone. Let somebody in. Assume that emotional risk and be okay with the idea that maybe you won't have the response that you want or the outcome that you want, but know that that's okay and that it's worth it because you're being true to yourself. I would rather be rejected and be hated for what I am than love for something that I'm not. And really, shouldn't that be all of our mentalities too? I think so. Get out there, guys. Grab life by the freaking balls. Share that last 2%. Be honest with people around you. RKO the shit out of life. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep wrestling with life. Take the chance to be vulnerable in a very small way and watch how your freaking life will change. That's all I got for you guys today. Over and out. (laughs) 